0: Hello and welcome to the Find Your Flow radio show podcast. I'm your host Winston Wittis and I'm here today with a very special episode. Today's episode is about how to get stuff done. How to get stuff done. Yes, this is a hugely exciting topic especially for us Westerners here. We love to get stuff done. We're highly productive people. Sometimes we're just workaholics. We just work the work and work it good. And so uh, I am highly productive in my own mind, and I'd say objectively. I don't believe in objective things so much. I kind of do, but that's a different conversation altogether. But getting stuff done is important for many of us here, and we want to know how to do more of it in less time. And then sometimes we even get more stuff done, and then we just pile more stuff onto our plate, and that's a different conversation too, but we'll probably touch on that a little bit here. So uh, I am Winston Wittis. If you're new to the podcast, I do this podcast in my car because I like to get stuff done even while I'm driving. That's right, friend, crushing podcasts while I drive. I'm safe. I'm hands-free. I got the technology going strong. And uh, while I'm at it, I'm going to do something for all of us, a little public service announcement about getting into flow while you're driving and creating more flow, not just for you, but the people around you, your community, your fellow drivers. And I'm going to ask you to uh, use your blinker when you drive the turn signal that little blinky thing it's a stick on the side of your steering wheel that you click it one way and it clicks blinks left you click it the other way and it blinks right and that lets your fellow drivers know what your intentions are and allows them to plan accordingly and that of course creates a more flowing driving experience for them and you and that is an awesome magical beautiful thing so Getting stuff done. Yes. Who doesn't love to get some stuff done? Who doesn't love to uh, put some checklist items down and then check them off, cross them out, whatever. If you're a person that drives the line through it, maybe you, you like the check box, maybe you like the color in that box. Whatever your way of tracking your progress is, it's probably pretty rewarding for you, right? And if not, if you need help with that, maybe you're the kind of person that Just all over the place. And you just me or maybe you fly by the seat of your pants. You don't have any clear objectives with what you're doing, but you'd like to. Well, don't worry. At the end of this podcast episode, I'll just tell you now. I'll just tell you now, friend. I'm I'm gonna hook you up with something cool to help you get more done. Go to this podcast episode, find your flow.com forward slash podcast GSD or get stuff done is what that stands for i don't know which one i'll actually name this episode so look for them both if you're having trouble uh findflow.com forward slash podcast get stuff done gsd we use different work when we're doing it but i'm sure you can figure that out so getting stuff done is important and yet it could be trivial. You could be spinning your wheels if you're getting the wrong stuff done, right? People could work and toil away at meaning, meaningless, useless activities and thinking that they're making progress because they're getting stuff done and yet the stuff they got done doesn't matter. This is where we get into talks about the Pareto principle, the 80-20 rule. If we're working on the 80% of things that only give us 20% of our results and we're spending all our time there, then we're going to get dismal results. And whatever that thing is that we're doing will probably burn out or wear out or just not feel fulfilled or, or, um, you know, very passionate about for very long. Some people maybe do, but I would guess that that's not – you're not – I don't know i guess you can I, I see i'm trying to think of different context if there's a generalization so i'll just go through a couple of the the examples flowing through my mind so one is real estate because i just have a lot of experience with real estate so real estate agents um unique beasts right there's a lot of us out here all over I'm every every student i talk so my day job for those of you new um i'm a uh, internet marketing consultant i consult to real estate investors all across the united states and so I work with hundreds and hundreds of new business owners and experienced business owners in the real estate industry. And so and I'm a personally a licensed agent and I have been since two thousand five. So for a good stretch now, dang, I'm old all of a sudden. How'd that happen? Hi, so um dang, that's crazy. So being an agent, when I was in uh in an office with other agents doing it that way, I would see people come and go, and I would see different ways that people would approach their business, right? And one of the things I would see all the time was people that didn't, couldn't differentiate the 80% of things that give them 20% of results versus the 20% of things that give them 80% of results. And Pretty much every time that I can think of, and I'm not thinking too deeply into this, but just a a broad, again, generalization, the people that spent all their time doing those 80% of things that give them 20% of the results wouldn't be there very long. And I wasn't in the office that many years, maybe just, uh, and I actually switched offices. So I was in one office for, I think, a year, and then I switched over to a different office for maybe another year and a half, two years. Before the uh, big bubble burst, and I went back into music. But during that time, I learned a lot, and I got to see the way that people approach things. And um, I happened to be one of those lucky guys that got a deal within my first thirty days. Actually, within my first like two weeks. And it was not lucky? Heck yeah, I was lucky. Um, it could have taken forever. And yeah, it also was some hustle because I went out and started calling. They told me like, hey call everybody you know. Tell them that you're in real estate and that you're doing this. And so I did. And I started calling everybody and uh, sure enough, somebody's like, oh, one of my good long-time friends. She's like, yeah, my mom's selling her house. Come talk to her about it. And I did. And that ended up being my first listing. So that was an experience that um, then led me into some opportunities so then the company was like wow well you know you're crushing it you're brand new and I made you know what I thought the time was just insane money off this deal and it was good it's even now it's like shoot I could use one of those paychecks right now but back then when I was young and you know fresh out of college and whatnot it was a I was super stoked I felt rich and um and I got invited to speak to people looking to get into the industry into the real estate industry as realtors, right? And so, you know, when I was young, I was 21, no, 23. And, um, you know, get to stand up in front of the room and share my story about my business and this and that. And I got to the point where, you know, so I, I told people like how much I was getting there early before everybody else and hitting the phones and calling people and this and that and um and i think i i might have had a second deal by then no i think it was just that first deal and people were just like oh wow that's so awesome great and then you know of course like okay it's time for questions and first person raises their hand okay you uh how much did you make and i told them and they're just like oh man like the whole room just like oh my gosh it's amazing i'm gonna get it you know they're they're all trying to decide if they're gonna get the real estate license right that's what this uh little speech was about to get people recruited into uh the company i work for and you know people are just blown away because i look you know when i shaved i looked like i was 12 so it's like here's this 12 year old looking kid who just made a grip of money in real estate well if that guy could do it so can everybody else right it's got to be easy he just made more money than most adults probably made in two months and so that was it and then it's like no and uh and all the questions were basically just like, well, how'd you spend the money? And what'd you do? You're like, oh, you know, and I couldn't, I was like, well guys, you know, like, did you hear me just spend a half hour talking about all the work that I did that got me into that deal and how much stress and running around and this and that. And nobody heard any of it. Um, because all they heard was the the paycheck part. Right. And so I thought that was interesting, but you know, didn't really, it was like, okay, well that's, you know, bizarre, but whatever. And then um, and then I did the same thing again months later after I got some other deals. They asked me to come speak again, and I did it, and it was the same kind of thing. It's like nobody even heard the part where I was – and, you know, I had been afraid to tell people how I got the deals, right, because I didn't want people uh, – this is after I started doing other deals. I didn't want people to know my secret source of deals and how I was doing it. And basically between you and me, all I was doing was telemarketing for four hours every single day. And if I didn't get a deal for that morning, uh, an appointment by telemarketing for four hours, I'd go and knock for four hours or however long. So it wasn't rocket science. It was just plain old hard work and sweat equity, right? And at first, like I said, I would try to keep that part secret. I didn't want people to to tap into what I was doing and, you know, I'd have more competition. But slowly but surely, as I'd watch people in the office and watch – people come and go through these things, I realize, you know what, very few people here actually will ever do the work because they're all looking for that easy button. They're all looking for that quick fix. They think they're going to get their real estate license and the money's just going to fall into their pocket. They think that getting the real estate license is the hard part. Oh, I'm going to get my license. Okay, so you can take a test and pay the fees. Big deal. That's not it. (laughs) And I would see people come and go all the time. I got my license. They'd be there and then they'd be sitting there at the office and they'd be shuffling their business cards and they'd be at the water cooler and they'd be talking about how hard it is out there and how there's just too many other agents out there flooding the market and blah, blah, blah. And and then one day they just wouldn't be there anymore. And it would always boggle my mind. That person was so fired up. They were so excited. They seemed so passionate. And then life would just be like, no. So then... What was different for me was I got clear about what is the stuff I need to get done that's actually going to make results. What's the 20% of things that I need to focus on that are going to give me my 80% results? Oh, it's talking to people. Well, gosh, I could pick up the phone and talk to somebody. It doesn't even cost me any money. And so that's what I did. Day in and day out, day in and day out. Just GSD, GSD, and then I'd get deals. And then it's the same thing with anything else. Let's say you want to... You got First, you got to figure out what you want to do, right? Let's say you uh, want a motorcycle. Just saw a big, loud motorcycle go by. Well, those things maybe aren't cheap, right? You want the super-duper fancy one. Okay, what are you going to do to get it? Are you going to, you know, so getting clear about what you're going to give in return can be very helpful. Um, I'm going to give, I'm going to, you know, work on cars for other people in my off hours, because I love to work on, or on my friend's motorcycles, they all have motorcycles ready, I don't have one, Uh, I'm going to set up a a fund me motorcycle fund, uh, where my friends, like, they bring their motorcycles through, and, you know, they uh, throw into the fund for that, okay, great, GSD, I'm going to sell newspapers on the street corner on Sunday mornings for extra money, so I can buy my motorcycle, okay, great, whatever it is, you know, make that plan so that I'm trading in exchange for this thing that I want. Here's what I'm willing to give or do, the service I'm willing to provide or the product I'm going to create and produce. And so it's kind of like you're making a deal with the universe or God or whatever for the thing you want. And then you just do it. You do it and you do it and you do it till you get that thing and you refine the process as necessary. Uh, and then when you, you know gotten into that complete focus of the thing it becomes flowing that's where the flow comes back into this whole thing when you've got the process nailed down you've got the framework in place you've got a model you've got a, a plan or a system that you're following a proven process then you can just flow through it it becomes almost effortless and then when you get that thing you've been after you've had your heart after you've been GSDing for a long time and now you're getting that thing and other people are looking at you like, "Oh, how lucky. You got a motorcycle. Oh, I want a motorcycle." And you're like, "Shoot, I've been working my butt off for 2 years to get this thing." In the weekends, in my off hours, every chance waking moment of freedom I have, I'm GS ding to get that motorcycle. And sometimes that's when the magic happens, right? I talked uh, I did a recent episode of being in the right place at the right time. Well, gosh, you know, you're GS ding and uh don't, don't you know you because you've been focused and you've got your vision board of a picture of that motorcycle that specific one you want the style you want you've been dreaming about it hoping about it talking it up with your friends your friends are coming through with their motorcycles one friend t- is out at the at the park riding around he meets this other friend who's got a motorcycle and uh you know he um finds out oh his friend is moving town he needs to sell this thing quick and uh It's a sweet deal, and he uh, knows that you've been wanting it, so he connects you, and all of a sudden, boom, you get a sweet deal on this thing. Two years before you were on track to even be able to afford it, it just magically fell into your lap. Oh, my gosh, you're in the right place at the right time. Your friend is in the right place at the right time. Your law of attraction did. God is good. The universe is good. Whatever you want to call it, it's magical. It's almost magical. It just seems like, oh, my gosh, everything fell into place. I was GSDing. I was putting energy out there. I was providing value for the world, and for society, and for people, and I was clear about my intentions, why I was doing it, I was clear about my burning desire, that's another podcast episode we're checking out, burning desire, and you get clear about it, and it keeps you moving toward that thing, your passion, how to find your passion, another episode, I'm just plugging episodes here, why, because I'm in the flow, that's what I do, I want you to be able to get all these connections that are going to help you get that thing that you want, and so you are passionate you're clear you've got your dream board you've been looking and focusing your unconscious mind has absorbed that and said yeah i want that feeling of flying down the freeway at the speed limit of course and no faster than that and being safe and wearing a helmet and using my turn signal right so that's good good drivership and uh flowing and it's all good so everything is awesome right that's the big idea friend that's a big idea gsd Okay, what else? Um, Tetris time. I'm coining this term. Tetris is not a term that I own. It's a video game, right? It's an awesome game that we probably all know and love. It's like a little puzzle. Puzzle pieces are falling from the sky. You got to organize them before they all stack up. You got to fill in all the spaces. So if you to hit a Tetris, which is actually a term in the game, if you didn't know, I didn't know is when you you're filling them all up except for you leave like one vertical slot right for you know that long skinny piece it's just like a straight five five cube straight piece and you know if you can like fill in everything else except for one vertical space and then that one finally comes down and you get it and you knock out five rows at a time that's called a tetris you get like leveled up you get super bonuses you're awesome when you can hit a tetris That's how I organize my time. People talk about time blocking. People talk about multitasking and saying you can't do it or you can or whatever. My personal philosophy on this is that I Tetris time. I have all these odd-shaped little time pieces, things that I do. Podcasting. Okay, well, I do these in 20-minute bouts. I used to do them in 45-minute stretches. My older podcasts were twice as long because that's how long my commute is. And then... As I've optimized, as I've been in the flow, as I've been GSDing these podcasts for the last month, really crushing them, I've refined and I had to get new technology to to continue with this path. And that was all part of the process, right? Because if I wanted G more more G more G, G S more D G more S D get more stuff done, then I Figured I need to upgrade my technology so I can do it in this time. That otherwise I'm just not doing anything useful or productive. Driving, getting from point A to point B, and then I have other Tetris times that are like a little five-minute Tetris. Like, oh, okay, I can create some content for the Instagram flow. Okay, boom. Well, that's a five-minute project. When do I have five minutes? Oh, in between calls. Like, if I can get a five-minute break right there, boom, knock that out, stretch that out. And now automate that. Boom. Now I got that program. Now I got this. Other, I got another five-minute uh, Tetris block over here. Okay, I can plug that in here. Oh, I got a 10-minute Tetris block here. Well, I can't do that during this five-minute. I'll have to wait till my next 10-minute block opens up, right? So for me, that's how I get lots of stuff done is I have these little projects or pieces of projects broken down, and then depending on what time block I can open up throughout my day or throughout my week, then... I know which pieces I can fit in there and I can get stuff done that way. So I'm always filling in the cracks with productive little hacks. Like, oh, what's another one? Oh, okay, practicing sleight of hand magic. That's really fun for me. I like twiddly things in my hands that I can goof around with. Some people play with fidget spinners. Okay, awesome. That's cool. I can certainly see the allure. For me, that's not super productive because I don't want to be a good fidget spinner. I want to be a good magician and musician. Playing music during the day while I'm at work is not super super realistic, but I can certainly hold a coin in my hand and play with that and fiddle with that until I can do cool stuff with it. So I'm improving a skill, right? I talked recently how I'm a jack of all trades. This is one way that I do it. I find ways to work on things while I'm doing other things. People call it multitasking. Some people say you can't multitask. I strongly disagree with that. I think there's ways to do it that are better than others for sure. And uh, it's, I think, really important to understand how the unconscious mind and and muscle memory and all these things tie into it. And that's what I'm advocating here with the GSD is uh, not being distracted, being highly focused and understanding where you can put things on autopilot and how to put things on autopilot. And that is flow, right? That's why I'm so big on this. It ties back into flow. How do you flow? Well, it's about maintaining a level of challenge that balances with your level of skill and how much mental energy it takes to do that thing. We don't want to use too much mental energy. That's going to pull us out of the flow. If we don't have enough challenge, then it's going to be boring and that, our mind's going to wander and that's not flowing either. So that's kind of the big thing, friend. If you want to get more stuff done, then there are checklists. There are systems for these things. Getting stuff more done definitely helps to have a plan. And if you don't know what is a good plan to plan, plan to find somebody that does know. Maybe you can find a consultant in your field or in your line of uh, passion. Maybe you can find a teacher or a mentor, right, or even friends to just go work out with uh, if that's your passion. You want to get stuff done at the gym. Okay, great. Who do you know that's got uh, a really strong work ethic at the gym that you can go hang out with? Whatever that thing is, get in that space. Find other people in it. Hang out with them. And until next time, my friend, be flowing. Oh, no, wait, wait, wait. Okay, and before you get be flowing, I almost forgot. I want to hook you up with stuff. I want to hook you up with some free stuff. So uh, finderflow.com forward slash podcast. And then you might have to search GSD or get stuff done. It'll be one of those things. And in the show notes there... I will hook you up with some free cool thing. I think it's going to be either a free checklist kind of thing to help you get more stuff done, or a free ebook and/or checklist and/or some awesomeness. I'm not entirely sure yet because um, I time block this. This is Tetris time, right? I'm, right now, I'm in the podcast recording and creation mode. When I sit down on my scheduled time block for producing the podcast, that is when I will figure out. What is the thing that I'm going to hook you up with? And uh, how can I make that thing awesome for you and get it to you? And that part's a surprise even to me. So until next time, my friend, be flowing. Hey, thanks for listening, friend. By the way, do you like essential oils? Me too. Did you know you can go to findyourflow.com forward slash shop and pick up some essential oils? Yeah, get them while they're going. And until next time, friend, be flowing.